Leo hates when we talk during the music. It's Hamish's song, no? It's a Hamish song. <laughs> I'm scared of No, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> I do love the song. No, he, 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 he gives me mechila, even though he... Ha- but I, I, the only time I want to talk is during this play song playing. And oh, a minute. Welcome to... And he's You're so annoying. I had one <laughs> small request that you don't talk in the intro music because it's just it's you can't separate your voice from the music. It just becomes one file at that point. So what does that and mean? So now people have to listen to you talking over the music. They should. But then it destroys the point of having music as intro. Oh no! I'm do gonna, they talk? I'm gonna, do they I'm talk when fight, they do I'm the intro? Fight you on this? I okay, think. I think we should it's a branding thing, and you don't get it. But let's get it's into a, our guest. I, I'm branding that we talk yeah. during the intro music. All right. Well, then you have. Okay. Now they tell me like this, I'm Joey. Excited, then, one minute. One minute. One minute, Joey. They tell me like this. This is what this. Okay. They said like this. I do a bad job at introducing the guests. Okay. I just go right into it. I don't. I, so I, I assume. I assume everybody already knows who's the guest, and you. For one thing, I know no one knows who you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I know. Sure. No one has ever heard of you. Only in certain circles, and they and and, and they prefer not to hear from you anymore. <laughs> and so now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make the achana the introduction the the preparation for our guest today and then we have so many things to talk uh, about because yeah. she's been collecting for for ukraine <laughs> she she found so this is periel this yeah, is periel yes, she's yes. a co- she's our producer co-producer whatever the uh, whatever the title creative marketing director branding of creative insult whatever the <laughs> title you want uh, the titles that are very important she was really nice with so me. she so she was full-blown in covid when covid <laughs> when covid happened she was d- this and masked and whatever she could to do for covid and then thank god the war in the ukraine broke out <laughs> now she has that to, to worry the world about she's been in her basement collecting direct to send over and i mean direct mamish not stomp people aren't sending her blankets and pillows and 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 diapers they're sending her weight watchers point cards to send to the refugees in the ukraine that's what the she's been, that's a, that, that's ha- we're going to talk about that today we're going to talk about you and me and our relationship and and the amazing work you're doing with wheelchairs if anybody's still listening and didn't hang up now and uh so who is this this is joey pekarski Shlita. <laughs> what is that? What's Shlita? May his may may he be Shlita Shakoyim. All of his days may be blessed and with 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 success or whatever. Joey Joey Pekarsky and I are friends from like uh, when from twenty years the, from t- more, 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 more much more yeah, than yeah, twenty. Yeah, 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 really yeah, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about nineties. Yeah. I remember I was living in that apartment. I, okay, I one day had an idea. I wanted to make a Jewish album of music. Of songs that everybody, like all the conservative synagogues know. Do you remember this or no? I remember meeting you at Bubby's once. We met with a Bubby. No, it was in my apartment. Okay. I, I hate to meet like in restaurants. I like to meet in my apartment so we can focus. So I, I, I said, I want to make this like kind of an album of all the songs that people in synagogue who just only, all they know is the songs in synagogues, they can sing along. So I told Chaim Marcus, our friend, yeah. Chaim Marcus lives in LA, Manus Friedman's nephew, of who we've course. had as a guest. Of yeah. course. Everyone's Manus Friedman's nephew. And, um, and then <laughs> and he put us together. And we became friends. We never did the album. And, um, and we became friends. And then I get a phone call from 
I got a phone call from uh, Michael Rainin, who saw me on Comedy Central, and said, I bought the rights to do this movie called Waiting for Woody Allen. That's right. It was a short film, takeoff take off of like Waiting for Godot, and it's two Hussids sitting in the park waiting for Woody Allen. The dialogue was, uh-huh. <laughs> but I said, I'll do it if I can choose the other Hussid. Because I wanted it to be original and to be real. Don't cast anybody. Even some some horrible kid who thinks he can be Jewish because he wants wore a yarmulke. And I got Joey Pekoski to do it with me. And we got and this is a picture. Yeah. But th- th- those of you who aren't listening, Google "waiting for Woody Allen" and you'll see a picture of both of us. Actually, the way I remember it was we were oh. having we, 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 we were having dinner, and no. you said, "I'm doing this film, Waiting for Woody Allen, about these two Hasidic Jews." And the other actor, this Italian guy, and he doesn't know how to oh act. Oh, my God, that's right. And I, I'm looking for somebody else. And you said, perhaps you want to do it. And I'm like, I don't do this stuff. I'm not an actor. Which is why you were amazing. <laughs> and you said, Joe, all you got to do is be yourself. He was himself. Now, it happens to be, I, J- Joey, those of you who aren't watching this, he's a handsome guy. He's a handsome guy. He's in shape. He swims. He's, he's he No, he's No, he's, he's a handsome guy. But he looks a little bit like... A non-pervy Woody Allen. Like Does that Woody, exist? Yeah. If Woody Allen w- w- wasn't really like a pervert, you would look also like Also, back him. then, that was pre, this is the pre-Woody Allen. Right, this is pre-Woody Allen. Pre-Woody Allen. Pre-Woody Allen. Pre-Woody Allen. Pre-Woody right, and you also yeah. had his glasses. It's really <laughs> frightening how Woody Allen he is. And he speaks like Woody Allen. Do you hear him? Yes, I hear him. So now, the name of the movie is Waiting for Woody Allen. And it's me and him. And it's three days of shooting in Central Park. The first few hours we began shooting, it was warm. Do you remember oh, this? Yes, yes, yes. It was warm. There was a sun. We were, yeah. So we didn't wear coats or anything. And um, we wore the Hasidic garb, like a coat and a hat. And we had our beards made. There was like um, the beards we had were like she she put glue on our face <laughs> and took little little things. So it all froze on our faces. Oh, and with three days, we filmed in this one seat in um, Poets Park. Row. Poets, it was called yes, Poets yeah. Row. And done. Six, eight months later, this film in 19, I'm sorry, 2004 was in every single film festival yeah. that year. Yeah. Because every film festival wants to have a picture of two chassids in their brochure. Yeah. It just fits. And it won the LA Short Film Festival. And Joey and I became very close friends. Yeah. We always, sometimes there's a lag between time that we see each other, but we always, Argue, not argue. He, you, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know, you know, when people say we agree to disagree. There's nobody more that's me and you. Like the, we are really. The, yeah. I believe in God and Mashiach and being positive and, and Hashem is helping and everything is the right timing and and He's like. What are you on? <laughs> Am I right or wrong? You do see Hashem everywhere. You see, I see Hashem, Hashem everywhere. everywhere. Wherever you see Hashem. And it's beautiful. It's a very Hashem beautiful. is God. Hashem, Hashem. Thank you. you. Usually, I, I usually she, she's the one. No, no, that, I know that, though. It's. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I think everybody knows. No? Is that By like now, anybody listening to this should know what Hashem right. is. Wait, and I'm so, like, maybe he's not everywhere. Maybe he's somewhere. Maybe. Where is he? No, I think you've turned a little more positive in your days. Yeah, I'm a little more positive. But I mean, I could see both sides of, you know. But you can believe in Hashem. And not or in God. Why am I saying Hashem? I mean that he does, or you cannot believe in God and still be positive. 
No, you can be yeah, exactly. But I think that that Modi has a sub- beautiful, almost like a like a god gene. He sees it anytime he 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 sees like 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 something happens. He sees Hashem is the one mm-hmm. who's like motivating, and I like to take ownership of myself. So if there's a problem or a success, I'm more looking inward for for like inspiration or to friends or to people or to community. I'm a very big believer of people and community. And Modi has a, just a beautiful direct line to Hashem where I think him and Hashem have this great relationship where they just communicate. Well, you're making it as if, <laughs> as, if, as if Hashem, as if God is a person. It's an energy. I'm not looking at it like I call him up, you know, on speed dial, 917, call God. It's, it's, it's an energy. Right, right, right. Can, can I tell you a very funny story? You can, especially so, because it's your show. Joey Pekarsky, Joey Pekarsky, when he was in yeshiva, in parochial school, was one of the best students of Talmud and all of that stuff. One day he's in my apartment and I get a package. Do you remember this? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I had so in the Talmud it says that comedians have have a chelik to olam haba. They have a, a portion in the world to come. That's what it says in the Talmud. A hundred percent. I'm banking on that till till my last day. <laughs> If it doesn't say, I consider it that it says. <laughs> it says it. It's, it's in the Why Talmud. Why does it it's say the, that? It's in the Talmud. It yeah. says that. There's a whole Talmud tract. In the, Just a, for common No, no, no. Comedians? There's a section where, where, where Elijah, where, where they're in the marketplace, and Elijah the prophet uh, is in the marketplace. And somebody finds out that Elijah the prophet's in the marketplace, and they... He was looking for a deal. <laughs> he was looking for wheelchairs. He was looking for, looking for wheelchairs. Thank you, Leah. We'll get to the wheelchair. Um, and, and then two people came over to him and asked him, who else, who in this marketplace has uh, a, a portion in the world to come? And Eliyahu, Elijah the prophet said, those two over there. So they go to ask them, what do you do? What, and says, they say, Anu we are... We are um, uh, people of jokes. We are oh. comedians. We make people happy, and we um, and we also make peace amongst people who are fighting. We bring peace through comedy, and so I had this framed, and it arrived right when you were in the house. Do you remember this? The, hey, the, wait, the, wait, yeah. Hey. yeah. Okay. And we called the guy next door. There's a chassid guy next door to, ha- and and you translated it, and you he, he reads it. You know, it says, Anu, inami, anu we were, And he reads it and he turns to me and goes, you really believe this? <laughs> I, go, I go, I am banking on this. Are you kidding me? This is it. When I show up here, I make people laugh. Take me in. I don't bring me back down there for another Gilgal, for another uh, reincarnation. Let me off. Um, uh, Modiosa calls me out of the blue, I think, four times a year. He'll call me out of the blue just to remind me. So the first time he calls me is in the month of Elul, you call me. Every month of Elul, he picks up the phone. So so the month of Elul is... You, she, she's you. not, yeah. not going to let you get away with that. <laughs> right. He's crazy. about to explain it. I, so there's there's 12 Hebrew months. Right. Are, we, com- in, are we in Adar right now? Oh, my yes. God. Yes, Adashani. That's another time you no, call no, me. So the first time he called, so so there's this beautiful parable. So Udder is like is like the month pre-holiday month. So no, pre- Elul. I'm, I'm sorry, Elul. Elul is like a pre-holiday so month. Good. I thought every month, every <laughs> month is good. a holiday. No. It's a pre-holiday month. So so it's like a pre-Rosh Hashanah, pre-Yom Kippur month. So there's this great parable that the king, which is which is God, usually is in his palace, in the field, in the field. No, no, but, but in the month of Adar, he is in Elul. 
I'm sorry, Elul, he's in the field. Yes. In other words, he's more accessible to people. Sounds busy, this guy. Yeah. It's like a politician before he's... Jesus. It's like a politician before the vote. He goes out to the people to try to, you know, garnish votes from, from oh the people. So, God. like, a politician is more available. So, 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 Modi, I know... How do I know when the month of Ella starts? I get a call from Modi, uh-huh. and Modi's like, "Do you know who's in the field?" <laughs> you call me up. He'll say, "Do you know who's in the field? Catch <laughs> who's in the field right now." <laughs> we do. I always say, "I, I go." I always, say, I call him, tell him the, the king's in the field, and, and, and we go back and we go, "Where was he?" I go, "He was in Miami for COVID. He was in Miami, but now he's in the field, so he's accessible. So go." Yeah. And then for Ada, the yeah, month okay. of the month of where, where Purim is, the month we're in. It's it's, there's a it's saying when, oh when the, the month of Adar comes in you're supposed to be besimcha. so then he and I always do the conversation so, so does that mean every other month we should be depressed <laughs> and we have like a whole this banter is getting back very Jewy even for this podcast guess what this podcast is Jewy <laughs> and if it doesn't work for you hang you up you can make it Jewy so you up. have to give hang up hang up is he in the field right now by the way can I just no, no, no he's a Cipriani <laughs> Because there's something Call going on six. in Ukraine where they could use him. Wait, can we just complete off-track conversation? I feel like you're going to do it anyway. So <laughs> hang up. We were we went out uh, the other night to this dance bar type of a thing, and it was all like an '80s '90s type of a vibe, and everybody's dressed '80s '90s. The music was '80s '90s, and some of them were so committed. One kid who must have been 24, 25 had a flip phone. Oh, I'm obsessed. <laughs> No, obsessed. He was a wearing $500 sneakers and a flip phone. So but I know that it like, was an, but, uh, a choice. No, no, it was a choice. <laughs> and, yeah. okay. and then and then I just, I just remembered, do you know how much fun it was to hang up on somebody on a flip phone? <laughs> you remember you just got to click, yeah. click. Just, More satisfying. <laughs> anyway, that was just an offshoot. Anyway, so now, yeah. now keep in mind, Joey, with his beliefs, which we're not going to get into, is there a God? There isn't a God. One of the most beautiful things you do is your father, who's a huge, huge rabbi. Yes, yes. You work on translating Uncleus with him. Well, well, Who? Well, well we're gonna, he, I'm not forgetting about you. We're going to bring you back into this, but I want to see, first of all, if you're into this conversation. Yeah, am I into the conversation? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my father does, um, so my father was a principal in the yeshiva for many years, and then he graduated. I mean, I'm sorry, he, he retired, and um, he decided to translate the Tosfos. The Tosfos, Tosfos is sorry. a commentary on the Talmud. Um, so the Talmud is this sort of is 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 a book of Jewish law. It's mm-hmm. like the first time law was was like the Jewish law was written down and like codified. It's around two thousand years old, and a lot later there were different. So that uh, the Talmud is written in like kind of shorthand, and it's also written in Aramaic. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit difficult to read it directly mm-hmm. and you need sort of a tra- some, someone to help it's like the trans- cliff notes it's like cliff notes exactly so and you need adderall and you need, <laughs> and you need adderall to get through anything on that you need a hit of adderall i okay. mean that sounds like quite an undertaking right well, go ahead so and- he uh so so there have there, there are translations of the talmud which is in aramaic in english there's two or three different translations but if you want to do a little bit of a deep dive and understand a little bit better, then there are some other commentaries. One is a famous, um, um, they're like middle, um, um, uh, um, uh, medieval, like uh, 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 16th, 17th century scholars. And one of them is called Tosfos. And my father is translating the Tosfos, which is a translation on the Talmud, 
into English. And it's, it's never Tosvos been is the name of the person who did it? Right, right. Tosvos actually means an addition. The actual word means an addition. Lohosif. Lohosif, okay. Lohosif, hosafa. Right, it's an addition. And so, as, uh, so I want to have a relationship with my father. And if he played tennis, I'd play tennis with him. If he played golf, I'd do that. But he's, he, he, so I, I understood if you want to have a relationship with your, with, your, with your parents, you have to meet them where they are. Right. And what he's doing, his tennis is translating the Tosos in English. So, but that's written in Aramaic, or it, what is that it, written in? It's, it's it's written in Hebrew, Hebrew but so like it's a, Aramaic to Hebrew to English. To, well, the the original Talmud text is Aramaic, okay. and, and then the the Commentary. supporting commentaries in are Hebrew. are in Hebrew, and he's translating it into Hebrew into English. But it's sort of a from it's a Hebrew into it's a, it's a English. It's a different type of Hebrew because it's also the, there's also Tosfos on on the Torah. Right. So it's well. Th- th- there's not Tosos. The Tosos on the Torah. There's there's Onkelos on the Torah. Onkelos. Onkelos. That Onkelos oh and, and Tosos are different. Okay. The, okay. The, the, wait a second. So he's going from Hebrew to English. So my father is is sort of yeah. So so it's so it's really made for academics. So people who study Talmud who are interested in Jewish law. Right. We. I. I didn't think it was like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not like a like a at night before you go to bed you kind of pick up the book and you right. read it. It's more made if you want to do a deep dive. Into the Talmud, you want to understand the Tosvos because the Tosvos explains the Talmud, explains it, kind of teases it apart, explains the different arguments, what are the reasons behind the arguments. And so the so I want to have a relationship with my dad. And as I got older, I realized that I have to meet him where he is and what's important to him and what's special to him. And so I said, look, I said, I know you're translating these Tosvos in English. Let's spend once a week. And I will, I'll learn it with you. I'll kind of like proofread it with you. I'll, I'll read it with you. So, I mean, I'm not writing it. He's doing the writing. He's doing everything. But once a week, so I live in New York City and he lives in Crown Heights. And I, on Wednesday nights, I have an hour with him studying this, uh, studying his, his, his writing. And then my mother makes me dinner. Mm-hmm. And then I go home. And you go on your Vespa? And, that, my, whole, and that whole interaction, <laughs> and that whole interaction yeah. is what's bringing Mashiach. Uh, is br- not, not bringing, because I, I, st- I believe yes. Mashiach is here. Oh, he's already here. He's, no, El Shindu. El Shindu. In the waiting room. He's in the Can waiting I see room. Him? <laughs> he's in the waiting room. I really believe Mashiach is here. Okay, he's in the waiting room. That's, that's he's in the waiting room. room. That's a whole new level, which I like. So, in doing, this, <laughs> in, in doing this with your dad, have, have you had to translate or go over certain concepts or arguments that have made you um, not have like confrontations, but just like art discussions about your different viewpoints of. You know, it's funny. You know, it didn't. It. I mean, I don't want to get too personal because it's because he may he may listen to this. But I I think that, I think what I learned from it because my father's a pure academic. So when he's studying, he's 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 only studying. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to have a conversation. He doesn't ask me how my day was. He'll mm-hmm. wait for dinner. He's very very particular. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think what it did for me is it understood that sometimes. There's different kinds of loves, right? And I think there's a love where you want to receive and a, a love where you want to give. And to love my parents is a love that I have to give. I have to say it's it's more of like what makes you happy? I want to mm-hmm. meet you on your side of the table. Okay. And maybe in other relationships I expect different kinds of loves. And the way I was able to get the love from my father is by almost giving him for an hour or two exactly what he wants and what makes him happy. Wow. And wow. So, it's, it's, so, so it allows me to sort of expand my, my concept of love. And you, then, do you see who I'm friends with? This and then in return... You see, I bring anybody to your podcast. Yeah, and then in return podcast. for that, they 
They make dinner for me. They make dinner. <laughs> no, but like I think that love it goes both ways, right? Like it's not a one way thing. It's not just and I'm not suggesting yeah. that this is the case for your parents, but yes, like it should go both ways. Different people need different things, but and so I don't mean like tit for tat, like and in return for that you get what? But in return for that you get what? A relationship with your father. I got a relationship with my father, but 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 I, but I think the, the the perhaps it's like a generational thing. Mm-hmm. I think I mean I mean different maybe different parents are different, but I find that a lot of the parents, a, um, a lot of the parents um, from my generation, they kind of were like like they were kind of above uh, whatever the children. They weren't like on the like like um, they weren't that friendly. It mm-hmm. was more it, it was more of a relationship out of respect, mm-hmm. uh, a relationship that came out of duty. And responsibility. Um, the way I am with my kids now is more of like I'm trying to be more friend. I tell them that I love them all the time and I hug them and I touch them. I think my parents came from a different generation. I think their parents weren't like that with them. So I, you know, so, so when I was younger, my 20s and my 30s, I wanted them to like hug me and love me. And of course they love me, but they show love in a different way. They show love in action. They show love in always being there for me. But it's a different kind of love. And I think that I learned that you have to love people different ways, and yeah. and, and you receive love in a different way. Well, it's mm. a very generous take. Very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Very very uh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I've met your sons. Yeah. yeah. And you go on crazy trips with them, and you do crazy adventures with them. That's like so cool to me. I that, that you are able to do that. Right. So, no, so every from, once in a while, he yeah. sends a picture that he's in. <laughs> Some place. No, it's like the Galapagos. So it's like no, it's not like they're going to Miami. It's like, a, s- oh my god! It's like <laughs> sends a picture of it's of, cr- crazy places. He sends a picture of some place no one needs to be. <laughs> How that, old that's are what your he He's some island that no one heard of, and there's no dentist anywhere in sight. Uh, if that's you where need your mind one, always goes. Well, the dentist. I I have a I have I um uh, um uh, I have a brilliant system. Here's, here's what I do. Uh, I tell my two boys they're like uh, 25 and 24 now. Uh, they're they, very cool. They're very cool. And it's been many years like this. I say, um, choose anywhere in the world that you want to go for two weeks, like at the end of the year. Anywhere in the world. I give them a budget, obviously. I say, you want to go anywhere in the world, I'll take you there. Just you have to do the whole itinerary. Tell me where we're going and I'll meet you at the airport. And so this gives them an opportunity for them to look at the world, understand geography, and they take ownership in this in this trip. And because of that, we go into these like amazing trips. So where have you guys gone? New, New Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. I went to New Jersey. <laughs> you went to you were Bali, right? We, no, we were in this past summer. This past winter, we went to Patagonia. Me wow. And yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's funny because we actually landed in uh, Santiago, Chile, and when you land in Santiago, Chile, you have to get a COVID tested. So Mickey got my son got tested negative, and I got tested positive. <gasps> so I was stuck in so Santiago you... for 10 days. No. I swear. And I was locked in a hotel, and he he, he did the whole trip on his own. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I was stuck in a hotel for 10 days, and that, yeah. But during COVID, so he... So we'll, That's we'll, awful. We'll, we'll, That's we'll, so we'll crazy. But he has a, a surgical supply company. Yeah, yeah. But so he was able to travel during COVID all over Europe because he had a card saying, I'm a surgical supply company, so I can... I'm here to... To meet with people to bring I, products over for surgical 
yeah. supplies. Isn't that some, what you did too, Modi? Me? Uh, no, I, <laughs> I sat in my apartment and did Zoom shows. Um, but uh, but you you were traveling so much I during did a lot of COVID. It was yeah. insane. Did you get COVID? Obviously, I did, I oh, he got tested positive. And oh, yeah, that's right. That's right that's I got right. COVID uh, just now, like uh, whatever, Omnicron in, 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 in Chile. In Chile. But that was, oh, it. But it was very light, very uh, light, very, very light. Light version. COVID. Yes, very light. Not like Miles. I was. Yeah, Miles. Miles, our producer, just got COVID. Our engineer got, yeah. And and so that's. So now hold on. Let's get to. So so that's us. That's Joey Pekarsky. Now, was that, is that a good introduction for Joey Pekarsky? So this is a, a, a friend from a f- your past who's very spiritual, who you share a lot of. Um, he doesn't seem to be spiritual. You don't he's seem like, wait a second. But I'm not sure. you share a, a spiritual background. We do. Yeah, and you, you can bounce very, ideas yes, off of each ideas, other. Yeah. You've done creative projects together. I think also we also like straddle two worlds. And I think we share that because Modi is lives in two can I say that? Like you, you, you live in two. Like, like, like you're very aware of two worlds, like the Hasidic world, and also the secular world. The secular world, yeah. And, and you live, in, and and I think also have a very, you know, deep. And knowledge. love them both. No, and they're, love they're them wonderful. both. They're wonderful. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. And you can, you can, you can. You don't need to be. You, yeah, you they don't have to be separate. Yeah, you right. don't have to be. Old. I don't know. I think that's actually contrasting. unique. I don't, I don't think that. I, I I don't think that um, that's something that's taken that should be taken for granted. I think that a lot of people have an incredibly difficult time straddling both of those worlds, and they feel really shunned. Um, yeah, but it depends on your entry point. It depends how old you are. It depends what your emotional. It's also, I have that opportunity because I, I don't have children in uh, in a school that's religious or school. It's not religious. Yeah. I, it's very. It's just. Um, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. Yeah. And lucky to have you as a friend. Oh. And you make people very lucky and happy too. How's that for a second? <laughs> oh, my God. That was... So, Joey, yeah. Joey has... Let's roll into but the next segment. how did you get into 1-800-Wheelchair? We still... We, by the way, yeah. for years, you were saved in my phone as Joey Wheelchair. <laughs> and I took it out because what a horrible thing to be... When you think of wheelchair, you one. don't think of like, yeah, right. fun. Right. Wheelchair vitality. Well, but we're you, trying to change that over here. It was your father's company. It was no, no. some kind of how was I, I never know how. how here's what happened. happened. I I got married because I was because I was born in Chabad and I had a and then we were encouraged to get married really young, so I had kids right away, and I needed to find a way to make you know to support the family. And it was late '90s and the internet kind of just was starting. And I asked myself, who's going to shop on? This is like pre Amazon, pre Google. I said, who's going to shop on the internet? And I said, probably people who can't who can't walk, people oh. in wheelchairs. So I bought the URL wheelchair.com and the phone number one eight hundred wheelchair. And oh I, my! And I built the first like online medical supply company. Best thing you ever did, home. Oh my god! It's the only. Do you see who I bring? <laughs> you see who I bring you to the podcast? That's brilliant. Isn't that incredible? But also, I love that he he's going. Who's going to use the internet? Only people who can't walk. Right, right. That's <laughs> very. It's very. Literally, myopic. I don't know if you saw if you saw it worked. Pa- uh, Pam and Tony the. The Man. documentary on Pam Anderson, Pam, Pamela Anderson, and like and they were selling the the video, the porn video that they yeah, had. Yeah. It was right when the internet was coming out, and there was the only way they could sell it was it's exactly the way you're telling your story now, yeah. but for wheelchairs, but for their yeah. their porn. Anyway, I mean, listen, of, back then anybody like whatever, if you chose a certain niche, if you said I want to sell like ski poles or ski things, it was because if you're the first one to kind of plant your flag, and you were half a decent business person, you probably would would do very well. Anyway, so I ran this company. I'm, I'm still running the company, 100wheelchair, wheelchair.com, for, for 25 years now. And around uh, four or five years ago, 
after selling everyone else's wheelchairs, I thought that I could make a better wheelchair. I thought wheelchairs are heavy and they're ugly. So I like and, and, and most of the wheelchairs we were selling and medical supplies were through like older people. Right. And so I decided I'm going to figure out a way how to make a super light wheelchair. And I did a lot of traveling, went to China and went to different shows and experimented with different kind of metals and materials. And we came up with a brand called Feather Chair. And Feather Chair makes the world's lightest wheelchair. It's a 13-pound wheelchair. Wow. So, and, it's, and, 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 and it's designed for somebody who's in their 50s, 60s, taking care of their parents, a 70, 80-year-old. And to lift it into a car, instead of lifting a, like a heavy 40-pound wheelchair, you can now lift a 13-pound wheelchair. And we made a whole brand around Feather Chair, which makes a couple of products. We make an electric wheelchair. I, I remember seeing the videos of you in China in the in the in the in the factory in the factory on the on the go kart. Like different... of, yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, going there and figuring out how to make things and how to ship things over. But we brought it back around two years ago. We started launched the line, and it's been a tremendous success. We're selling it all over the world, and 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 this is allowing older people to to lift these chairs into a car to travel to be more active, at, uh, go to a restaurant. And so that's uh, that's that, that that's the general story of wheelchair.com and feather chair. So you're bringing Mashiach one wheelchair at a time. <laughs> one wheelchair at a time. Feather chair, amazing. And it's and one one eight hundred. What would you still you still have one eight hundred? Yeah, we still have one eight hundred wheelchair. And do people call that number? The, yeah, we get a couple of hundred calls a day. Yeah, wow. People, people, people. You know why? Also, because when I started the company back then, there were a couple of one eight hundred. Uh, company, let me remember, like, it was like 1-800 mattress, yeah, mattress, flowers, yeah, yeah. lawyer, lawyers. Yeah. So even though I, I had the URL wheelchair.com, I'm like, you know, I'm going to call it 1-800 wheelchair.com because people are probably going to want to call and not really comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I followed 1-800 mattress and I'd follow 1-800 flowers, even though they all owned mattress.com and, and flowers.com. And it just stayed, you know, it stayed like that. And did you used to be the person who actually answered the phone? <laughs> um, no, if in the you beginning? could only see who answers the phone. <laughs> Abishter, God help us all. I went to his office once. <laughs> I went to the office. It was in Williamsburg. <laughs> and you walk in there and there were like 40 super, super, super orthodox women with the whole... The spitzel, what uh, do you call it? Shetel. No, but the mouse. Oh, uh, yeah. no. Like the Some headset? The, the headset. Oh, the headset. I don't know. The, the, yeah. Like the, the call center headset? The, the, no, no, not the call center. They, the, the, yes, with the wigs, but all some of them have more than just the wig covering their hair. The, it's that orthodox of women answering the phones, right? Is it still the same thing? It's not the same, but because... That's such a great picture, <laughs> like an image of... Because, yeah, because like for a while when I started the company, I started within the Hasidic community and I moved to Williamsburg. So I was, I, I, I thought it's important when you start a company to draw the talent from, mm-hmm. from the, the local people. Community. Yeah, from the local community. And so, you know, it tended to be female Hasidic women. They were at a school and they needed a job and some of their, their, their husbands were still studying in yeshiva and, and they were the breadwinners. And it just became a huge office of, of, of me and a whole bunch of it's amazing. That is amazing. Hasidic women. I mean, at least in the call center, it was it was that. But now it's it's changed a lot. It's 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 now it's more dispersed. I mean, we have people all over the country now because of COVID, and it's not you know we moved to locations a lot. The call center is in New Delhi. The, the, no, 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 don't no, do that to it, us. No, 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 it's all local. You call, you'll, 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 you'll nothing get, worse than you'll that. Get, you'll, get a, you'll get a local person. So that's Joey, yeah, yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. That's Joey, my good, good friend for many, many years. 1-800-wheelchairs.com. 
Plus one and eight yeah. zero zero and wheelchair. then wheelchair. No wheelchair. 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 Wheelchair.com. Or, or just go to wheelchair.com. Yeah. I remember for, yeah. I remember when you told me, <laughs> hey, we just sold all our wheelchairs to JetBlue. Uh-huh. Remember when you were like selling to the companies and it was on the back of the, the wheelchair? Back of wheel- yeah. And I used to walk around the airport. That's my friend's wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be so proud of that. Um, and so, so the, it's feather chair. It's the lightest thing. You should just go on, online and see the other things. I remember you tried to, um. Miles, can you pull that up? <laughs> what? Wheelchairs.com. Oh, wheelchair.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or actually, or, you know, actually pull up, uh, featherchair.com. Featherchair.com. That's, 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 wow. that's so, yeah. yeah. You'll get an idea of, of what it is. Featherchair. Um, okay. Well, while he's pulling that up, we're going to, um, you no, so listen. He tried to to reinvent. Uh, he tried to. We make beautiful, lightweight, and affordable wheelchairs. That's World's pretty lightest good wheelchairs. Three, 13 and a half pounds. Wow! Look at that. That's amazing. That's that's thirteen pounds. Yep. And it can carry up to two hundred and fifty pound capacity. Yeah, that's, that's an electric wheelchair. Weighs thirty three pounds. Wow. No, no, it's impressive. I'm, <laughs> yeah. uh, Look at that guy. Look at that guy. Effortless. Effortless. Throwing it in the car. Um, like it's the dry cleaning. So he, he tried to reinvent – Joey Joey tried to reinvent the, the cane also. He, he got Philip Stark and tried to really reinvent Philippe the cane. Philip Stark designed a cane for you? How, how'd that go? I mean, it didn't go that well. Right. But but like over the years, I always felt that – see, wheelchairs like, wheelchairs are like almost like – so, I mean, it's like the most unsexy product you can sell. And one of my passions is to see if I can make wheelchairs – beautiful and hip and so that's so cool so i've 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 worked with a few designers over the years to try to rethink them and redesign them um i also look a lot to baby strollers because the baby Mm -hmm. stroller market is also like it's about a person who is unable to walk and how do we design it so smart so 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 to me there's like a sort of a there's like a correlation between baby strollers and wheelchairs amazing jeremy scott from Moschino, Jeremy yes, yes, Scott yes. did like a sick line of baby stuff. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strollers with uh, Bugaboo. Okay. Right, right, right. So we're were, going a little bit deep yeah. now. Granular. So now, so now, so now we all have that, and we're so happy that you're 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 a part of this and advertising with us. And we we couldn't be I couldn't be happy to be fabrenging with you tonight. For, for, today. For, yeah. But now, ladies and gentlemen, in the past since since we've left, um, a war has begun. I don't know if those of you are following, but R- Russia has invaded Ukraine, and aid needs to be sent to the refugees, people crossing borders, people suffering, people with children uh, that need all kinds of supplies. And our producer here, Periel, has taken all Malchut Shemaim. She's taken the, the, the yoke of... Oh, she's really of, done something uh, crazy. Would you let me introduce this segment here? And And people have been sending her... So, so she has some situation where she can get these products to Europe. Correct. Correct. And so she put out that I'm taking products and people have been sending her things. And some of the things people have been sending her are like the slippers you get when you go to the Four Seasons. <laughs> Do you know those little white slippers that said Four Seasons on it? Um, the, uh, a Weight Watchers point card. You know, just to, to, when you when you when you when you when you when you count your points for Weight Watchers, individual band aids, and then um, what was it? a twister game? A twister, uh-huh. a twister game. Those are the a things people have been saying. Se- I got a bottle of self tanner. <laughs> <laughs> no. What are you, you going to do with that? 
these poor people and that's what they're sending no you. but you're also getting a lot of stuff you sent over a ton literal we've ton sent, of supplies we, we've sent over um almost six thousand pounds of you just have to sift through supplies. the supplies i mean most of it's been yeah. incredible that stuff's not that you know no but your videos you've been posting these videos on instagram for people <laughs> who don't follow people, we ha- we ha- she has a pile of supplies in the back and she's holding up <laughs> like, <laughs> like a weight watchers card or fuzzy slippers and they they, they, they all be like this Listen, <laughs> what are they going to do with this? <laughs> or if they said, if, God every... forbid, anyone sends anything liquid. She's like, how many times do I have to tell you we can't ship liquid? You just get so – it's so funny because you're doing this like beautiful thing, but you get so like irate it's in these videos. It's so <laughs> enraging. For, there's a list. Who do you send it to? Who, like, who's receiving it on the other end? So first of all, it started because the super in my building um, is from Ukraine and they put bins out in the building. And I said, oh, I'm going to send it. I'm the grade mom. My son's in second grade. So I said, I'm going to send it to the moms and because God forbid the fathers do anything. It's all the mothers that <laughs> yeah. are in the WhatsApp group. It's like 1920. Um, mm. It's <laughs> true. It's this. true. Who uh-huh. there, there are no fathers that are doing anything for the, for the school. It's all the moms. Anyone and wants it's, to start it's, fathers for Ukraine, you can reach out to Periel. There you go. At Periel Ashenbrand. Okay. So – then I got them – the school was amazing and they basically put bins out in front of the school and they sent it to the whole school and it was nuts. Like it was like suddenly we had hundreds and hundreds of items that my basement in my building turned into like a sorting packing facility and – um one of the other moms who's been doing it with me, I mean, you know, this one found out at this school, this one, I mean, I'm talking about like SUVs filled to the brims, like four, every four hours showing up, like it just exploded. And we figured out through Vitali, the super who has family in Sambia in Western Ukraine, there was basically a group of people like us that were sorting and we got on this very early so we were shipping through there into poland and then it's getting trucked in to um these towns and now it's very difficult to get into poland so we found um someone in odessa oh wow in um in ukraine and we just shipped 60 boxes wow of medical, um, food, tampons and pads, diapers, adult diapers, which sounds like it might be up your alley a little bit, um, toothbrushes, toothpaste, uh, formula bottles. Can into- you explain to people the parent, the parent? Yeah, I'm going to take. Box. I'm going to just so just so you know, I'm going to take the clip of adult diapers, which might be up your alley, and that'll be that's the, the soundbite. That'll the be the soundbite. Meet Joey Pekarski, and then it just goes. Adult diapers might be right up your alley. Listen, it's It'll not be, sexy, you, you but could, people you, need you them. Put it, you could put it on your Tinder profile. <laughs> um. So we shipped all those to Romania. <laughs> yeah. And from Romania, they're getting trucked into Odessa. Wow. Wow. No, the logistics are crazy. The, yeah, that's why. I, what do you <laughs> ship like UPS? Like, 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 like well, the last shipment went through FedEx. Uh-huh. I have a very good friend. Actually, a re- my, my husband has a very good friend who um, extremely generously offered to underwrite the shipment through his company because he ships like hundreds of thousands of dollars a week mm. through FedEx. So he has a great like, rate. Wow. So he just basically bankrolled 60 boxes of aid into Odessa. Mm-hmm. And I just found out today they're in Germany. The second they get to Romania, 
I mean, um, yes, I have 35 more boxes sitting in the basement that are ready to go. And we just got gifted a warehouse on the Upper West Side. Wow. So we moved out of the building. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I you know, like I do. I'm a producer. Like I, you know, you just figure it out. Girl gets shit done. You get it yes. done. So you figure out. How, it's incredible. Thousands and thousands of dollars shipping. People are amazing. They have been so generous. It's like incredible. Now, people are definitely – also like you just – don't you love to give – when, when you give your housekeepers things, yeah, yeah. you just want to give. So when they're sending like, oh my God, there's a reason to clear the house out and they send it to, to right. your – Some people so are – twister and yeah, all that, so all some the, people all the garbage are out. like, I don't need like a single razor blade. Yeah. Can I, share, can I share a quick story about this? About, about yes. So, so a friend and, and, and also kind of a plug for like Chabad as well. So I have no, a that we can't. No, do. I want to talk no, about I'm the just... fact that this is all happening in Ukraine. <laughs> I want to talk about that. We yeah. have to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, I have a friend. His name is Ben. He lives in 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 uh, um, uh, His wife's his wife's grandmother, who's a Holocaust survivor, she lives in Ukraine. She's eighty something, and she wants to get out. Uh, Ben's a secular Jew. He calls me up and he says, he says, Joseph, you know, I'm trying to get my grandmother out of, yeah. out, of, out of Ukraine. Can you help me? And I hesitated for a second. I was like, oh, I'm, you know, Chabad is, is really deep in Ukraine. They have all these different centers. And they're unbelievable. It's incredible what's going on. They have like 120 families who are, who are, who are, who are in Ukraine. So I call up an old classmate of mine. His name is Shalom. 120 families that are Chabad families working with communities. So it's not like 120 families in oh, general. Okay. It's a, one family handles this entire community. Yeah. Number two family handles this. And so, they stayed. They didn't go to Israel. Everybody's well, still in Ukraine. Well, they first they were planning on staying there. Then I think a lot of them left. But they were creating these like extractions, like like getting people out like as the bombs were falling. So I call this one guy. I say, hey, look, I got a friend, his grandmother. This is her phone number. She's 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 85 years old. Can you maybe... Get her out! Like, I mean, it's literally in the middle of a of, of a war. Of a war. It's a it's war. Crazy. Yep. And 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 he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm all over it. And he, like, it's an obsession to help, to help, to help, and literally yeah. extract people out of yeah. Ukraine. And he was up all night on the phone, and his brother in law was like the rabbi in Kharkov, or out on this town, yeah. or mm-hmm. Kiev, or this that, and the. And 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 it took them like three or four days. And he says, make sure like tomorrow morning she's at the she's at the synagogue. Oh she God. has to go to the synagogue. And he was like, well, I don't know how to get her there because she's she's not she, she, whatever she can't really walk on her own. And they found someone else to bring her to the synagogue, and they extracted her, I think, to Poland, and then from Poland to Israel. To Israel. Wow. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, one phone call, and they just they didn't ask any questions. They didn't ask. They well, just, if they, she wants a Weight Watchers card. <laughs> I am her girl. That's crazy. Do you understand this story? Yes. No, it's incredible. First of all, I want to discuss Ukraine. Ukraine. But wait, let me just tell you this because you're going to like this. I want to say that the place that really stepped up my son's school is attached to a synagogue. And it was it's really the synagogue that has facilitated yeah. getting us this space and helping us do everything. So what's the name of the synagogue? Give well, I don't want to say because I don't need all my everybody to know where my son goes to school. Wow. But um so Saint there is Mary's Saint Mary's <laughs> on the corner. The Immaculate Heart of <laughs> the Immaculate Heart of the not the Widow of the Virgin Mary. Um, you were talking about Ukraine. Ukraine. Sorry, so yes. Uh, no, no, I, no. It's incredible. So, 
Speaking of trying to find Hashem everywhere, Come Modi on. thinks that Ukraine has had this fighting chance because of all these holy people that are buried there. Cra- First of all, where where a tzaddik, where a righteous person is buried, is an energy that is insane, and the most intense rabbis and spiritual leaders of the world are buried in this exact place ukraine you have the wow. balshemtov right. the the founder of the hasidic movement is buried in ukraine right, right. the first Lubavitch rebbe yeah. the alter rebbe was is buried in in ukraine yeah. the um Uman, uh, Rabbi Nachman, right, is, right. is is where people go every Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all in Ukraine. The energy of that, yeah. of that, is definitely. And and who's leading the fight against the Russians? Um, Zelensky. Zelensky. Yeah, yeah. A comedian. A yeah. comedian okay, yeah. with a chelik in Olam Haba. Wow. Did you understand what I'm saying to you, yeah, people? Yeah. Mashiach is here. We just have to let him in. Uh-huh. Well, if Mashiach, he tells us where no. he is, we'll let him in. I'll tell you where Mashiach is. I'm going to tell you all where Mashiach is. What is Mashiach? What is Mashiach? Mashiach is not. Listen to me. Mashiach is an energy where you see, when you see when something when when you get focus on me, put your phone down. <laughs> I just, when when you I'm see, worried about him for a time. When you, when you step back and see what's happening with your collection of all your stuff mm-hmm. to help the world, you just like not when you're laughing at the fact that someone sent you a Weight Watchers card. Which, by the way, should call Webwatchers and tell them to sponsor one of these podcasts. Um, <laughs> it's when you see, all of a sudden, you just step back and you see, wow, this is happening. Yeah. You're, you're looking at Mashiach. That's Mashiach. Mm. That's Mashiach. I like that. And that's, that's what good. it is. And I'm telling you, an entire generation you know screamed, we want Mashiach now. Tell me about it. They screamed it. Yeah. And he's here. Mm-hmm. So now he's here. So the, the want, yeah. which is a horrible place to be in a place of want, right? Right, that's gone. So Mashiach, just to visualize it, is: Do you ever go to an office and you're waiting in the in the waiting room, All right? The time. Because the person who's who's you, you're meeting with wants to make himself look important, so you yeah. got to sit out there for ten minutes before they bring you to see him. Yeah, yeah. So when you're sitting in that office and people from the office walk by on the way to the coffee room and you hear the conversation, some of them say, "Hey, I." That deal, I could have had it for ten. I I got him down to five, and Mashiach hears that, right? And he hears the the conversation happening in the office, like ugh, mm, I don't want to go in yet. Or or he might hear something like amazing. Wow, we just hired these whole people who are refugees and that and that. And then he'll want to go in. So Mashiach is here. We just have to let him in, give him reasons to come in. I thought the pandemic was going to be the reason, but it brought us further apart. Mm, yeah, it brought us further apart. No vaccine. Yes, vaccine. I never even imagined that would be an issue. And now uh, this war, I think, will bring us – God willing, it will bring us together. Does anybody want to do a rebuttal or should I do the rebuttal? No, 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 no. no, You're here. You're here. You're here. So you give me – no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you get. I just give you my Mashiach spiel. Now you give me your – what? go ahead. No? So so, so my feeling of Mashiach is that, you know, that that – like we have so much ego in our lives and, and, and like, like the ego creates conflict, yeah. right? And I want to beat you. You want to beat me. It's conflict. It's sort of, and like a Mashiach is, a, is like, it's like a time where they'll be, be egoless. We all want to like become one and do have like a similar goal in life. 
And when I'm looking at this war, I don't see the time of Mashiach. I see somebody who's a horrible person, who's 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 killing innocent people. Horrible. Now, now there are there are beautiful sparks of beautiful things that are happening, and we could focus on that, and we should. Fo- but to say that, like, I mean, like what what like what like Putin is doing doesn't doesn't smell to me doesn't Putin. smell to me like somebody's like Mashiach. The, no. like the era the era of like a. a, a a like utopian era is about to descend upon us. I don't, it, it doesn't feel like that to me. I, to me, I, I hear yeah. what she, I hear what Periel's doing. Yeah. I hear. I hear that people are waiting at the train stations. Those are beautiful sparks. Those are beautiful. People are waiting at a train station yeah. to take a refugee in. People are leaving their strollers at a. At, that's Mashiach. That's Mashiach. Yeah, but that's Mashiach. Don't tell me, but that is Mashiach. I, the well, then why is it happening? Why is it happening to begin with? I don't have those answers. Well, I don't, I don't I mean, have those answers. No. But but if you if you if you stay in a positive consciousness, but how can you stay in a positive consciousness? I mean, you have to address the fact that there are thousands of innocent people getting slaughtered. I understand that that's not Mashiach. <laughs> okay. but the bomb is bomb the bomb is landing on is not Mashiach it's Mashiach light maybe right. perhaps but sometimes you have to take two steps back to go you know yeah 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 forward and all that right. and uh, and I I, I hope whatever's happening in Europe and all that. I do that, love that about you, Bodhi. That you, it's, you, 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 no, it's see, amazing. No, no, he, he does see the, the, the glass half full, yeah, which is, which is wonderful. Which is, well, let's no. bring this full circle. Okay. Can we ship some featherweight wheelchairs absolutely. to Odessa? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Absolutely. They could use them. Do you have a question for him? Yes, oh. me too. It's a good one. Oh, it's a good one. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> no, what, the Joey, by the way. Joy Pekarsky is a fan of the podcast. Uh, I, he yeah. he um he listens to. You've heard every podcast we've done. I've heard every single one, started from the beginning. So nice. Every single one. Wow. Well, has your has favorite? it gotten better? Has it gotten better? I think it's uh, yes. I think I, I think the three of you working well up. Uh, yes, I, of course it got better. Yeah. yeah, we're such narcissists. We're like, tell us about it. Give us a compliment. <laughs> tell us we're pretty. I think the best thing I like about it. <laughs> <laughs> tell us we're pretty. Leo and I before this went for Botox. Can you not? Uh, All right, you could bleep it out if you. It's want. a feeling I, I that I like. Care. It's a certain feeling that I feel like I'm in, like I'm in, like I'm in, whatever, like in someone's living room. We're sitting around, we're talking, we're joking. It's a feeling it's a that vibe. I. It's a vibe that I really like. I just plug it, and I'm just. I'm, I'm Joey gets place. the vibe. Joey gets the vibe. Joey's, Joey's the vibe. Joey very, passed the vibe check. Yeah. Yes, What's your favorite vibe. episode? <laughs> I can't say I have a favorite one. It's, it's all one long episode to me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, same, it's all, same. It's all same. one sort of like, no, really, it's one. No, I have favorites. No, I mean, the last guy was actually pretty good. The guy from Comedy the, the Comedy Cell. No. no. Comedy no. Cell. No, 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 you, guys, you, you guys had a similar conversation about God and not God. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought he's kind God of, and not God. I, I thought God. it was very like. next step, we'll do that it again. Was, it was, God, uh, not yes. God. See if you can book God. <laughs> Uh, no, but he so said he I, would come, but he has a meeting so, with the Mashiach. <laughs> so you know the question I ask oh all the guests God. at the end. Oh, oh, oh who's your rabbi? Well, I you know I turned it to. Could you tell the mic? Oh, yes, you, yes, you're yes. sitting in New Jersey, and yes. the mic is over here. Do you have to say names? Or I, I have two. I, I I have a close friend and a brother. That okay, I turn to. those are the two people that I turn to. Are they Orthodox? Um, no, no. One of them is just a good friend, and he he's a very he's very like sort of an honest, you know, good truth teller, good person. And uh, my brother, who's also is a lawyer, but also he he he's he's uh, he's he, he 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 can see through all my bullshit, and he can see through my bullshit. And if I have a problem, I like I have a tendency every couple of years to get into trouble, 
Really? So what, I usually, what kind of trouble? <laughs> I mean, we should have started there. That wow. sounds trouble. exciting. And so what I usually do is I, you know, first thing I do is I go to my friends and I ask them advice. And some people give you advice that you want to hear. Some people give you advice that you want to hear. Some people give you advice that you're not able to hear. Then I call my brother. I'll just say his name is Mendy. He's uh, He just had a 40th birthday in Florida. I was there for the weekend. Well, happy birthday, Mendy. Uh, happy birthday, Mendy. And when I talk to Mendy, Mendy's a genius. What he does is I call him and he doesn't respond. He waits because he waits for at night when he's walking his dog, Leo. And by doing mm. that, he changes he changes the pace of the conversation. He doesn't get caught up in the reaction of a problem. Oh. So, wow. So automatically, he slows it down and mm. he takes control. Because when you're in the heat of a moment, the heat of a problem, you get like really reactive. And you start reacting. What am I going to say? What am I going to do? How do I text? How do I this? First thing he does, he does not call. He, he, he like ignores me for six hours. And I'm waiting for him to call me back. And then I know at night when he's walking the dog, he has all the time in the world and he has quiet and he has patience. He listens, he listens, he listens to details. And after I'm finished talking to him, I tell myself, I say, Joseph, just listen to Mendy. Shut out all the voices out and just listen to him and follow him. And wow. That's a, brother. that's a real rabbit. That's what that he's really your, your, he's your, yeah. this is your older brother. My younger brother. He's younger ten, brother. Ten years younger. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So he's the one that that's I That's so nice. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's very So beautiful. the moral of the story is when you have a problem, walk your dog. Walk, walk the dog. dog. <laughs> walk the dog. Talk to someone else. Walk, walk the dog. metaphorical dog. Slow it down. Yeah. Slow it down, first of all. Slow it that's down. That's nice. I like Don't that. Don't get reactive. Slow it down. Take a breath and then and then talk to somebody who's slow and quiet mm-hmm. and has a the, the breath in it. So yeah. So that's my yeah. that's my rebel. That's amazing. It's a good answer. It's a yeah. great answer. Yeah. Okay, so we we're, we're wrapping this up. So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, obviously, one eight hundred wheelchairs and wheelchairs. It's a singular chair. Wheelchair. Single. So it's a good thing I made a mistake. Now we can talk about the fact that it's one eight hundred wheelchair, <laughs> not chairs. Or just wheelchair dot com. And or wheelchair dot com or featherchair dot com and uh, yeah. And we'll post all of that when we yeah, edit yeah this we'll thing. do links galore links galore and then. Um, we have some shows. We have Stuart Periel. How can they help? Uh, you can just follow me on Instagram. It's a play-by-play at Periel Ashenbrand. You can figure out how to spell it. Everyone Venmo her money. For, Venmo her money. For, sh- and for then, shipping. Um, me, me, me and Leo is leo at modilive.com. No, info no. at modilive.com. <laughs> no, but our Instagram is modi underscore live at yep. Instagram, and which you probably already have if you're at watching Instagram. this. At Instagram. At Instagram, oh my god, Let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Let him get through it. Oh my god, modilive.com uh, Modi for Live all shows Instagram. that are coming up. We have a show coming up in Miami Improv on the twenty fourth, March twenty fourth, March twenty fourth, and then we're in New York at two shows Stand at New York, Stand Up New York on the thirty first, and there's a special guest, Little Mo. Hey, you it's coming on the show it's gonna be so much fun and then there's a whole bunch of other shows that you can see on link there's yeah there's some links up for la um there's a unique link up for anyone in toronto who wants to go to a special event mug and david the dome uh the it's a special organization for ambulances and and much more than that i want to just say ambulances but it's it's in toronto so those of you in toronto go to my um to my instagram and look at the at the, the the bio has all the links to all the shows. You please come, please say hi when you come, um, and then just the uh, and, uh, shine. and shine and shine. <laughs>
Leo is so Jewish. Leo, I don't even know what that can means. Can I just tell you how Jewish Leo is? Can I just tell you? We had a show. We had, we, we, we had a show. And, and, and okay, so I'm just talking. I want to say more thing about Leo when you're done. Right? No, no, no. Okay, we we'll have to. Oh, we, we can we, talk we about me all day. We had a show. We had a show in. Um, in, in Miami, Miami for uh, Larger Than Life, amazing yeah. organization. They raise money for kids, uh, Israeli in Israel kids, but also Palestinian kids yeah. that, that look deep, deep into cancer, and they help them and do all bunch of stuff with them. Anyway, so we're going to the event, and Leo, this is Miami, it's a thousand degrees, yeah. and Leo brings a sweater. I go, what do you need a sweater for? He goes, I can already tell it's going to be freezing in that. He was 100% right. I was doing the show and you can see my breath. It was, that's ice how cold. strong the AC it's was. Ice cold. Also, if those of you who haven't been to a Jewish event, as soon as you arrive, there's always sushi. Because I guess when Moses crossed the river, there was a sushi station. <laughs> when, when Moses crossed the, the river, when Moses crossed the, the, the Dead Sea, there was a sushi. So at every Jewish event, there's a sushi station. So Leo walks by the sushi stations to analyze and goes, they have small plates by the sushi station. <laughs> he right away knows that's like not, that. No, no, he because like, I'm going to go back for two. <laughs> so give me the normal. If there's a carving station, they have the big plates. And then the sushi station gets like these little plates. They should use the same plates. Right. Because not, I'm just yeah. going to end up having to use two small plates. Yes. and this, That's my uh, take. If you're yes. catering, listening to this. There's some feedback <laughs> for the sushi stations. I go to a lot of them <laughs> at this point. Okay, so what, what, was your, what was your last thought? I was going to say the best thing about the podcast getting better and better is Leo getting more. Because he's a great calibrator, he calibrates the whole. He, he oh. I feel he really calibrates you guys. I'm gonna add that. He, he adds that. He adds a balance to the whole thing. We could put that it's on like your when business. someone asks me what I do, I'm like, I calibrate. No, I'm, he balances. That's good. Yeah. That's good. He balances the whole. He's like, he, yeah, he's, a, he's a, yeah. I like that. I'll okay. take it. She she undues it. No, she, she asks the right questions because you throw in a lot of Jewish words and she's like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? That's all I do. I teach <laughs> right. you. That's the only thing no, I, I do here. Right. So, I, mean, I mean, of course, yeah, but uh, yeah. But. Joey, Abim is Eitzach. Abim is Eitzach, Abim is Eitzach. As long as we see each other oh, and, we, and, nice. and, both, and, and Abim is Eitzach and then we remember each other. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Zaygazin, Zaygazin, whichever one works for you and stay in touch. Bye. Bye. Bye.